In this episode, I'm talking about how you know when you're on the verge of a breakthrough. Hang with me if you're feeling stuck and doubt that your breakthrough is coming. So here's the million dollar question. How are people like us who don't settle for the status quo, who value freedom and a life without limits? How do we create extraordinary results in the key areas of life, yet skip the fear, stress, and anxiety that produces regret? This is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. I'm your host, Tom Herman, and welcome to the Attractively Different Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Attractively Different Podcast. I hope you are doing well. And today I want to talk about breakthrough and when you know you're on the verge of breakthrough and um, because sometimes you can desire more for your life and believe that breakthrough is on the way. But when you feel stuck and when you are just continually looking for breakthrough, looking for God to show up, but it just doesn't seem like it's about to happen. If you've ever been in that place in your life where that that waiting or you're working or you're pushing forward to become more and you're just not really seeing progress, you're kind of going through these same cycles where you you feel like maybe something is wrong with you or you're you're disheartened, you're discouraged if you're if you're a believer, you're reading the Bible and you see that God has these good things for your life and that he wants you to become more and yet you feel like you're in this cycle like that can create confusion and just that doubt creates just this feeling of being weary and just struggle. And so if you've ever been in that place or if you're there now, this episode is for you. If you're feeling weary um, and you're maybe on the verge of just giving up on really questioning, like, does God have a bigger purpose for your life? Does God have a bigger plan for you? Is it worth pushing through to become more or is this just a fantasy? Is it something that you've been duped into because we know that that God has big plans for you or you you believe that but when you're not seeing it come to fruition you're you're really like I said questioning is it is it worth it you become calloused and cynical to these thoughts of achieving these desires and these passions that God has put in your heart and maybe if you never see it come to fruition you start like I said become a little bit cynical and kind of dumb down those desires or maybe just eliminate them altogether. And if you're if you're someone who has eliminated vision from your life because there's been so much disappointment and discouragement, I want you to hang with me today because deep down in your heart, you know that you have potential, that your life has potential to make a multi-generational impact, that everything you do matters and that God created you for a specific purpose. And if you take his word for it to be true. If you believe that he says what he means and mean what he says, he has good plans for you. He has a purpose for your life and he's wanting and willing to use you because that's how he makes a difference in the world is he uses people. And so I want to share a story with you about this Christmas gift that my kids got and what it revealed to me about how God gives things to us. So when, when I was growing up, I played a lot of video games. I played, um, there was no like time limit or anything on them. I could play whenever I wanted and played a lot of sports games. And it really became a place where I could find kind of this significance in winning and moving on where it was this mentality of I, I had achieved something. But looking back, I realized I really wasn't achieving anything. 
And so as Katie and I got married, and I had this reflection of just growing up spending a lot of time playing video games, I kind of told her, like, I don't want our kids to have video games because I know how it took a lot of my time where if I had invested that time somewhere else, I could have developed some new skills. And he really wanted a Switch video game system, a Nintendo Switch video game system for Christmas. And my wife and I talked about it, and we're, we're growing a lot in 2020, just as far as our perspective and our faith. And we really had the idea of, well, what if, what if we gave good gifts? Because in 2019, we didn't do, we rarely did any gifts for our kids. We kind of were on one end of the spectrum of we don't want to make Christmas this materialistic thing. And the feedback we got from our kids was basically never to do that again. Like they didn't have a good time. They didn't enjoy Christmas. And so Katie and I reevaluated and thought, okay, how can we, how can we use this time and make it special for our kids? And my parents were looking for a gift for our kids and knowing that they wanted a Nintendo Switch, we had the conversation and it was like, yeah, let's go ahead and let my parents get them a Nintendo Switch. And we know that God gives us the desires of our hearts and he wants us to um, have these desires and delight in these desires. And we can use this as an opportunity to really create this beautiful picture of God wanting to give good gifts to his children, pouring out blessing on them and fulfilling those desires of their heart. And so we let, you know, we allowed it. We let my parents get him or get them a Nintendo Switch and we let them play it. We let them really fully enjoy it. And after a couple of weeks, man, the attitudes just really changed. They were just fighting. They were kind of bickering. They, when we asked them to turn it off, they would whine and cry. And I feel like my seven-year-old kind of reverted back and was acting like my three-year-old. You know, if he didn't get what he wanted, he was crying. And I just, this attitude of being super generous and giving them a gift they truly desire had gone away. And I was about ready to cause you to regress in your behavior and who you are because you're acting like a toddler. You're acting like a two-year-old, a three-year-old. And so Katie and I were both frustrated. And we started to think like, what is the story that we want to tell around this? So we originally approved the gift and we're excited about the gift because we wanted to be a picture of God giving good gifts to his children and giving them the desires of their heart. And I just kept thinking, what would it tell them about God if we paint this picture of God giving them desires of their heart and then taking it away because they were acting so poorly? This like picture of like a fickle God. And I started to realize that God doesn't give us those desires. He doesn't give us those, he doesn't give us gifts that are going to destroy us. So he he truly desires for us to become more. And so these desires will be there and we need to become the people who can actually handle the gift so that it doesn't destroy us. We're in the sense of if we gave our kids this Nintendo Switch and it's destroying them, it's an indicator that they weren't able to handle it, that they need to become more to be able to handle the gift. And so I started to realize that we have this opportunity to share how this works, that God wants us to become more in order to give us the desires of our hearts, in order to give us these good gifts. But he's not going to give us the gift if it's going to destroy us. So we must become the person, like I said, who can handle the gift, who can receive the gift. So if you're someone who's waiting for a breakthrough, you're waiting for that good gift, you're you're waiting on the other side and you're just discouraged, you might be exactly where you need to be. And here's why I say that, because I was talking with a client recently, one of my coaching clients, and we were discussing this 
same thing where they're just, they just feel stuck. They're frustrated and there are opportunities available in front of them that God has brought to them. And looking at the opportunities, they get scared or they don't want to pursue them and they're unsure. And it's this process of, well, what does that, what does that mean? What are these challenges? What are these tests when it comes to the gift that God wants to give you or like the promotion? So basically the client that I was working with, they have these desires and God is moving things. He's putting things in place for them to actually fulfill those desires. And there was fear there. There was fear present. What if they, what if they messed it up? What if, what if they weren't good enough? What, you know, all these thoughts that came to mind. And we talked about the verse in second Chronicles 16, nine, and it says for the eyes of the Lord go to and fro throughout the earth, looking to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. And so here's the thing. God is looking across the earth. He's looking for people who are fully devoted to him so that he can provide strength. He can embolden them. He can strengthen them to go succeed in the assignment. And as I was talking with this client, I referred to it as like a stress test. So think about if any vehicle had was produced without being tested or the chair that you're sitting in or the phone that you're listening to this on. If it never been tested, would it be as valuable? And God's word says that the testing of our faith produces perseverance and perseverance, character and character, hope. So what if these challenges in relation to your breakthrough, what if it's exactly where you need to be? Because God is looking to see who will be faithful. Who can he add strength to? Who can he give strength to? Because they're fully devoted to him. Because he'll do his part. His part is to give you strength. Your part is to be fully devoted to him. So if you're discouraged, if you're disheartened, if you're confused because you're fighting through, how does it change your perspective if if this is just a test to see if you're worthy? Where God is only expecting you to show up and he's not expecting you to do all of it. He's looking to give you strength if you're fully devoted to him. So like I said, what if you saw these challenges as a test? What if it were just a process? Could that be a sign of encouragement to you instead of discouragement? Because one thing we know about the enemy is John 10.10 says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So he wants to create confusion in your life. He wants to create that chaos that is causing you to feel stuck, to feel like that breakthrough is never coming. Yet we know, like I said, God wants to give you good gifts. And so there's a testing process to see if you're able to handle that gift. Because he's so excited to give you that gift. And it would almost be like if as parents, we were so excited to give our children this gift of a Nintendo Switch. Yet maybe they didn't know about it. And maybe for like three or four weeks, we were testing them to see, would they be able to mature enough? Would they, would they be able to handle it? And if they proved themselves being able to handle it, that we could give them the good gifts. But if we had had the foresight to see like, oh, this is going to harm them. This is going to destroy them. If I give them too much responsibility right now, they won't be able to handle it. And they'll actually be crushed underneath the pressure. And so since, since Satan wants you to be crushed, 
He wants you to be destroyed. He wants you to focus on being dissatisfied and saying, why am I not getting that gift yet? Why is this breakthrough not coming? God's holding out on me. And when you have that thought, it's actually proving, it's presenting evidence to God that you're not fully devoted to him. Because if you were fully devoted to him, you would know that his timing is perfect. You would look to be implementing his ways in everything that you do. But when you have the mindset that, and the dissatisfaction that you're frustrated that that breakthrough hasn't come yet, you're actually following the ways of the enemy. You're actually being fully persuaded that what he says is true, that God is holding out on you, that it's not good enough. And so when you fall into the way of thinking, when it comes to being dissatisfied, when it comes to being discontent, grumbling and complaining, when there's like this regression where you have this thought that it's kind of that pouty toddler thought, if you will, of like, why am I not getting this? Complaining and screaming like my seven-year-old reverted back to a three-year-old. If the idea of not receiving that gift in a timely manner or receiving whatever it may be, that breakthrough causes you to emotionally, internally act like a toddler and be frustrated and pouty and sulk and feel sorry for yourself, that's just evidence and proof that the gift would destroy you. It's showing that your character hasn't been changed to handle that gift. Because if your character had been changed and had been molded into that, then you would do whatever it takes for as long as it takes. Believing that what God says is true. One of my favorite verses about faith is in Romans 4, verse 21. And it's talking about when Abraham and Sarah were getting pregnant when they were in their later years and you know close to 100 years old. And starting in verse 20, talking about Abraham, it says, But he did not doubt or waver in unbelief concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong and empowered by faith, giving glory to God, being fully convinced that God had the power to do what he had promised. So when you read God's word and you see that there are promises to you as the believer, that he will keep you safe, that he will provide, that he can heal, that he is present, that he is strong, like in 2 Chronicles 16, 9, that he is looking to give you strength. When it doesn't look like that, God is looking to see, are you fully convinced like Abraham? He didn't waver concerning God's promises. He was fully convinced that God had the power to do what he said. So I'm asking you, friend, are you fully convinced when it comes to getting your breakthrough and trusting in God's promises and what he has for your life and what he has, are you fully convinced that he's looking to give you strength when you're fully committed to him? Are you fully convinced that he's going to do what he says he's going to do? Because once you are, that breakthrough comes. That story with my client, when we were working with it, and we actually got to this breakthrough using this verse, that God's looking throughout the earth, that they don't have to be perfect, they just have to show up. Because God is going to do his part and strengthen them. Your part is just showing up, being faithful, saying, God, I'll go there. I'll do that and let God do his part. So if you're struggling right now for a breakthrough, if you've been in the process where you're working towards it, you're fighting, you know you have a bigger vision for yourself, for your family, for your generations. You're pursuing something that will change multi-generations after you, fighting for a vision. 
fighting for a legacy, if you're discouraged, if you feel stuck, know that you just need to show up. Be fully convinced that God will do what he's promised to do. And his part is to give you strength. Your part is to be fully committed to him and his process. So if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling disheartened with your progress, let's set up some time to chat. As a life coach, helping people get that breakthrough, helping people get that thought shift, that perspective of something that's that's different, that's empowering, and can give them the breakthrough so they can show up, it's amazing work. And a lot of the times when you when you feel stuck, there's a benefit to a third party like a coach who can help you see that perspective, who can ask the right questions, help you uncover these beliefs that you've been believing for so long. And the reason you think that they are true is simply because you believe it. You think it's true because you believe it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it is true. It could be. But you have to go back and see, okay, where did I learn that? Where did I get that belief from? And having a coach ask questions, having work with you, help you uncover these thoughts that are sabotaging your progress and your results and can help you get unstuck and can help you get that breakthrough. So if that's you, if you feel stuck, if you feel disheartened in your progress, hey, go to go to my website. Let's set up a time to talk. You can go to attractivelydifferent.com and book a free discovery call. Click on the link that says book a call that goes right to my calendar and it finds an open slot. So remember, everything you do matters. God has a specific assignment for you. Go rule that assignment, serve his people, and be blessed for your specific purpose and your God-given assignment. Hey everyone, it's Tom again, and I wanted to ask you a quick question. On a scale from one to 10, how confident are you that you know God's purpose for your life? I mean, there can be a lot of confusion around this topic. So I went ahead and created a life purpose roadmap to help you gain clarity on your purpose. You can download your free PDF life purpose roadmap at attractivelydifferent.com backslash purpose. It'll walk you through the seven simple steps to prospering in your purpose. Also for the next 40 days, I'll be sending you a daily email guide that will help you unlock the full power of the roadmap. These emails are designed to make it that much easier for you to implement the roadmap and succeed in your God-given assignment. It's free. Just go download the Life Purpose Roadmap PDF at attractivelydifferent.com backslash purpose.